This is Eleanor Ryan Doyle and you're listening to Roarcast. Hello everybody and welcome to the Durham Roarcast, a podcast all about Durham Women's Football Club. It's our second Roarcast of the week, hopefully you caught the shorter one earlier on, wrapping everything else up, but the second one as promised will be much longer. I was lucky enough, at least via Zoom, to interview Olivia Bramley, our new signing. Please excuse the quality of the audio. It was uh, in the middle of a storm and I was stuck in my car in a car park. So, welcome to Durham, really. Um, I understand you've been here a couple of weeks already. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I came just after Christmas. So, like, when everyone came back in, that's when I, um, yeah, came. So, started afresh in the new year and then spent a couple of weeks, um, obviously, just kind of on a trial period and just um, testing the waters and things. And then, yeah, halfway through the second week, just got brought into a meeting saying, you know, we'd like to, the club would like to offer me something. And then, yeah, just worked out them details and got my clearance and things like that. And um, this is, I think, week five and it's literally flown by. Yeah, and uh, of course you made your debut last week. Um, not not the greatest game, but we, we saw better quality from yourself, neat and tidy, etc. Yeah, yeah. To be fair, it was a bit of an unexpected debut because my international clearance only just came through the day before. So originally I wasn't in the squad, um, and then it came through. So Claire said, "Oh, you're in the squad now." Um, so I didn't really have too much expectation going in. Um, you know, I was happy to get involved with the game. That was my first match day experience um, to see how things work on game day. Um, and then, yeah, obviously got, got the call up off the bench and came on. And um, like you said, probably um, not a great performance collectively from us. Um, and obviously we've held our hands up to that and we know we need to be better. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like on a personal level, obviously it's really exciting to come and get my debut. Um, and just, yeah, I tried to come on and think, you know, can I, can I calm it down? Can I, how can I contribute? But um at the end of the day, it was just, yeah, those first minutes and that first kind of um, welcome to the club, which is nice to get out of the way. Um, so, yeah. So, you've been here five weeks. Have you seen Durham before? No, I've never been been to Durham, actually. Um, the furthest I've come this way is Newcastle from when I used to play um, in England before and when I was playing in books. So I think we came up to Northumbria, um, but never, never, never crossed paths with Durham. Um, but I did... Um, obviously, one of the girls, I live with Amy Andrews, and uh, she took yeah. me on a little tour yesterday. Yeah. Was it yesterday? Uh, Monday to the to the cathedral, which is absolutely beautiful. But yeah, I've got plenty of exploring to do and to see the local area. So you've come over from Australia, um, yeah. Yeah. around Christmas. So from the heat to this lovely weather we're having. Yeah. So, um, had had you heard of Durham Women's Football Club beforehand? What what kind of led you to come here from such sunny climes? Yeah, yeah well, for me, really, um, obviously, being an Australian, being an international, there's always kind of these implications to how far you can, you know, progress with your football, perhaps, and um, the opportunities that are presented to you. So, for me, especially off the back of the Women's World Cup, when now I went to the games in Sydney and seeing the Lionesses, and I just thought, this is what it feels like to play football again. Like, this is what football is about. Like, we're, you know, being in England, it's the home of football. And 
Um, I just don't think you can beat the atmosphere and in the environment of playing back here. Um, so for me, yeah, to come across to England, I just really wanted to take my game to the next level, um, seek new challenging opportunities and not just, you know, cruise at the level I was playing at. And obviously that's what I've come and done over here. And then for Durham specifically, um, I, yeah, got in touch with the club and, um, Jed, the opportunity came about, but I had obviously heard of Durham and I know how competitive they can be in the league and how each season they really do. And, um, always pushing for those top spots as well. Um, and just like the nature of the club, I think here there's a good set of values um, that we all play by. And I think I personally really like appreciate that in football. And I think it's really refreshing to still come into environments like that. So, yeah, it's kind of they found me, I found them. Um, but yeah, I'm really pleased to be at Durham. Excellent. So you were at Loughborough, um, Leicestershire Academy, Leicester Academy before that. Um, yeah. You went over to Australia to do a PhD, is that right? Yeah, well, initially, I'd done a bit of work there before during my undergrad, and then I was knew I wanted to go back. Like, it's obviously a brilliant lifestyle, and culturally, I just re I really enjoy it. And, you know, like I said, the weather helps. Um, I love the, I love the sunshine, um, but apparently I love football much more. Um, so, yeah, I went out there for it, started with the year with my partner, and then, um, yeah, I got my, pursued a PhD. Um, so yeah, kind of my two ambitions of, you know, living there in Australia for a bit and then also doing further study kind of aligned and that enabled me to stay, um, for an extended period of time, which, um, the PhD is still ongoing. So I'm just doing that remotely now, like really fortunately have a great team, um, colleagues and supervisors that are, you know, letting me live my, um, sporting dreams as well. So get the best of both worlds, really. Oh, brilliant. So what, what's your PhD on, may I ask? Yeah, yeah, it's on environmental sustainability in the sport industry. So looking at how kind of sport can start perhaps taking a bigger role in the face of that climate change and obviously everything, you know, we see our kind of planet starting to starting to degrade. And um, yeah, just sport has a huge impact on people, on fans. Um, and so can it take leadership in that and, you know, encourage others to be better, but also itself. So, you know, how many single use plastic bottles do we have in sports clubs can we start to get rid of those and um and yeah just the way we consume sport really so i'm exploring that kind of change process within the industry um i think that's as simple as i can put it <laughs> before oh, i get too technical <laughs> simple best um so so coming to durham a university city and you've got the sports center and of course the football club you might be doing a bit of research here as well i was gonna say i do feel right at home and i have had a few on my off days sessions in the library and get trying to get all my writing done um but yeah I just love it like I am I just I love learning like I love learning on the football pitch I love learning outside the football pitch so just feel quite nice yeah I feel like I've um really at home here <laughs> oh brilliant oh good so over in Australia you played in the A-League is that right no just NPL oh. um I did a little bit of training with the A-League at Leeds United but like I said just um found some difficulties trying to break through with the visa um mm -hmm. But yeah, I played um, in the National Premier League there um, and most of my time. I started at a club called Fulham. Um, mm -hmm. One of the girls, actually Fiona Wertz, who used to play here in the Championship, she played at Fulham. So we said, oh, OK, like we, we've known, we, know, we know a fee, like we'll go. And then we had another personal contact there um, and made some really great connections there. Um, like my, ended up being my housemate from the team and... But then just decided to move on um, and join a more competitive team. You know, when you first go to a country, you're not really sure you kind of just take what opportunities come. But yeah, progress and move to West Adelaide. 
Um, and yeah, and then had a really successful time there personally and as a team and um, really enjoyed my time at West Adelaide. Excellent. So you, you went to the World Cup, you saw the Lionesses. Um, how, how was that? Yeah, it was crazy. So we had um, always had tickets and always bought finals tickets because, you know, anticipating England were going to get through. But um, we ended up just last minute as well when they got through to the semis, flying to Sydney a few days early to go to that as well because I had a friend um, friend from the FA, yeah, could get some tickets. So we went to the semi-finals and the final and um, obviously it was Australia versus England in one of the games. So I had my Aussie mates there and, um, me and my partner were there and it was it was really great atmosphere and to be fair not it was great sport line S's but when Sam Kurt scored her the goal against England like the roar in the stadium I've never heard a crowd honestly like it and I think for me it was just so it was so special and so inspiring just to see the growth of women's sport and see how many people were supporting these incredible incredible um female athletes and yeah, it's pretty. It was pretty good, and um, yeah, it was nice to have a bit of home over there as well. Great, great. So you've been away for a few years, mm -hmm. and you've been here five weeks. Yeah. The room you've seen. Have, did you see any of the games before you had actually signed while you were here or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always, um, so I always tried to watch as many games as I could, like being over there, like stay, mm -hmm. you know, from the Premier League to the WSL and the Championship. So obviously. Thankfully, with the FA player and um, that now more games are broadcasted, you can um, see stay and follow it. So, yeah, just uh, obviously started to watch a few and um, get an idea of the league and the teams and the players. And, um, yeah. Yeah. So, you you really do have a good knowledge of how the game has changed over the last couple of years because you can compare. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been huge. And I think, yeah, that is, that is why I did... I said, oh, you know, I'm just coming into this with a really open mind because you see it from the outside, but you don't quite know the extent. But um, I had a chat today just saying, you know, even the technical side of the game, like from WSL down to the championship, down to even, you know, the National League now is just absolutely amplified. And there's so many talented players and the youth coming through um, is, is even more incredible. Like, you know, it's, it's the girls that are 17, 18, 19 that are just incredibly talented. Um, and obviously the resources that come with that, you know, a lot of more full-time programs, um, a lot more kind of resources in terms of support for female athletes and things like that. But, you know, obviously still has a long way to go. But um, at the same time, we do have to celebrate the milestones and the progression we have made. Yeah. 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 And from the Sydney Raw, you now have the Durham Drums and our supporters um, who you've met, of course. Yeah. Um, you, you of course haven't seen them away, so wait for that. That'll be yep. quite a quite a sight and a, a sound. Um, Sheffield United on Sunday, um, a difficult game, but mm -hmm. one that I'm sure everybody's up for now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, hundred percent going to be a super competitive game. I think um, you know both teams will be pushing to get these points now and to climb the ladder. Um, but I think for us, obviously, we need to make a huge statement and a big comeback after our weekend performance. But not only that, we know our standards and we know perhaps we've not been adhering to those standards in the past few weeks. Um, obviously, just trying to iron some things out and work together and come together as a group again since perhaps the Christmas break. Um, but yeah, definitely what we've been doing this week, we're super focused and um, 
we've we've pulled each other in we've we've got each other's backs and we've got each other's shirts and we're really trying to um nail down what we need to be better individually and collectively um and i just yeah i definitely believe in the team we have it um and i really hope to see things come together at the weekend like i said we've got a really big fan base and this is another home game so we want to bring our best football and our best selves to the fans um and i think yeah this is pro- this is the week where we'll, we'll do it thank you very much for coming on yeah and um all the best you and the team for Sunday, and we'll see you then. And all the best for the rest of the season. Thank you very much. Bye. Hi, this is Tatiana Saunders, and you're listening to the Durham Roarcast. My thanks to Olivia for joining me. Well, Olivia's signing wasn't the only news in the Durham Women's Football Club world, of course, this week. We've said goodbye to one of our own, Poppy Pritchard, who's gone to take the number 17 shirt at Manchester City. All the best, Poppy. I hope we'll be seeing you again in the future in the blue shirt of Durham. But of course, we'll be following your career with great interest from afar. Reports are that Durham did try to uh, replace Poppy, tried to get a a few more players in during this transfer window, but unfortunately didn't succeed, including the rumoured Bex Rayner of Sheffield United. Um, So maybe some more in the summer. We'll have to wait and see. But Bex Rayner will be with us on Sunday. She'll be in the squad I'm sure for Sheffield United's visit to Maiden Castle kick off 12 o'clock so uh, I hope you can make your way there if you can't or maybe even if you can you can listen to live commentary on dhradio.org.uk or on your Alexa just uh, say play Durham Hospital Radio an important game and as we know between these two clubs, Durham and Sheffield United, it's bound to be a great occasion. So uh, we look forward to that. And the next broadcast, which will be looking back at that, um, hopefully with a few bits of post-match reaction as well. This coming week is uh, Mental Health Week. So uh, I can recommend a broadcast for that if you search for a a season or so ago for the uh, If You Care Share episode with uh, Colin Young. That should be of interest, I'm sure. Please like and subscribe and uh, have a listen into the archive, if you will. Follow us on social media. That's at Durham Rawcast. That's Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Email durhamrawcast at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening. See you again. The Durham Rawcast is a MIDI Media production, fueled by Fat Franks. Goodbye. Listen to the Durham Rawcast. It's perfect.